everyone's asking about the Mr. Irrelevant. And what I've got my sights set on is Mr. Irrelevant. When I first got it, you're thinking, man, Mr. Irrelevant. Man, I don't want to be that guy. Welcome back to Mr. Is Irrelevant, the NFL portion of Brooklyn Rebound Podcast. It's your boy, Padre, back in the studios as per usual. And as per, hopefully from now on, got my boys here. Why don't you shout yourselves out? That's Eric. It's E. Nam. No. Before you go, Marvin, it's customary to say it's your boy. It's your boy. It's your boy. Slash <laughs> That's Eric. That's your man. <laughs> That was a good, solid introduction. So, yeah, it's your boy, Cheesehead Marv. How's it going, guys? Back again. I'm done delivering messages. They gave me a break for the week. That's good. So I figured yeah, I think turn. Why even waste time delivering messages when you're such a good NFL analyst? Why don't you get that sorted? I can deliver messages about the NFL. I can do that. League office is here. I don't know if you want to work for you, though. Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, it's, it's Thursday day. We got Thursday night football tonight, so of course we're going to go into week six picks. But just to point out some of uh, your good insight, she's had more last Thursday on the podcast. It was the Colts-Texans game. I remember you said, uh, mark it down, Andre Johnson will, yeah. will be the walking dead today. He's going to start scoring touchdowns, and it, it in fact happened. Yeah, he scored two touchdowns. I felt like, you know, marched down really quick, you know. So that being the said. came true. That being said, tonight we got Falcons at Saints. Give us a Marston Stradamus pick for this one. Devontae Freeman is going to have another big game. That's not really going out of the limb, I'm going to be honest. That's really not. Um, Considering, yeah, if, if you play fantasy uh, and have him on your team like I do, last three weeks he's been putting up like close to 30 points each yeah. week. So. Yeah. But I think the Saints are going to lose again. They're just not good. This is not the, the bold predictions. I no, was no. For this game, for this game, I don't, I don't see many uh, bold. You know, uh, Willie Sneed, he's gonna okay, have a big game. The uh, Saints, the Saints. Uh, he's becoming their, second year, maybe. He's becoming their number one receiver. He's gonna have a good game. Don't okay. be surprised if he scores. I go, I go out. Former Browns that. training camp body. Now for the Saints. Well, let's recap it real quick. Last week, so we brought in for me and Podnam, who is still. MIA in terms of NFL. We don't know where he is. I've heard uh, tell that he might be, he might have his own thoughts on things that could be coming in at some point, but I don't mm-hmm. really know what them. Maybe more letters to us. Uh, you didn't deliver anything today, but. Not today. More screeds or whatever against the NFL, but anyway. He might be too focused with the Mets. That's true. His yeah. Mets are, uh, they have a big game tonight, but yeah. no time for that talk. Uh, go back and listen to the amazing mini cast with. Podnam if you want to hear about Mets but so anyway I was defeating him in our weekly challenge every week brought you two in to uh what was the term again uh three-way uh, oh <laughs> the uh the triple matter. threat match the, the triple, triple threat, threat match. match yeah it was a uh, it was a grueling triple threat match it got crazy got violent metal chairs were brought out yeah metal uh, chairs cages. tables they threw me off the off the ropes onto a table it was a whole big thing how are you feeling by the way you know walks okay well Anyway, you walked into the studio, so you're probably all right. Yeah, my neck brace is mostly for show. Good, and that's good. 
Anyway, the, the point being that if either one of Marv or Eric was able to defeat me this week or any week going forward, that's going to count for Padnam getting a win. And so let's tally this up. I came in at nine wins and uh, five losses. E Nam, you matched me also at nine and five. Ugh, time. So the suspense is on. Did I get defeated for once? And suspense is over. Marv Stradamus did defeat me ten to four. It's a good week. What can, what can I say? Uh, I don't know. I just felt it last week. You know, I was just saw. You know what you won on, uh, Marvin? You won on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeating the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, they are the home. Jaguars. I mean, and they got their first. The Bucks got their first team. <laughs> well, I mean, the Bucks suck too, but they hadn't won at home since 2013. But it finally it happened. It was time. Anyway, I think we're going to. I might change my mind in this. Starts getting caught up too much, and I'm gonna lose the pot now. But four week six, let's go again with this triple threat match. Triple threat match, another one, another TLC triple again. match. If you guys are down, now I've got a new wrinkle for week six picks, though. No, gotcha. and just for the podcast. So you make whichever picks you want, and that's the tally. However, for some of these games, I'm gonna throw in a new segment: point counterpoint. If I get to one of those games, I'm gonna assign one of you to make the case for one team, and the other person has to make the case for the opposite team. Whether you actually think that team, whether you're going to pick them or not, doesn't matter. That sounds good. Okay. You're going to make the case. We're not going to do it for the first one, which again is Falcons at Saints, so let's go over it. I'm taking Falcons here. It sounds like, Marvin, you definitely wanted them as well. Yeah, I'm definitely taking Falcons. Is there a case for the Saints from anyone? No, the Saints are garbage. We're at a point where, like, Sports media feels comfortable discussing whether this is the end of Drew Brees' career. He hasn't looked good. Their their offensive line is horrible. He looked a little bit more competent last week. They still lost, of course, but... Competent. <laughs> competent yeah. for well, Drew Brees' subpar. Yeah, not good. But we do. I guess it sounds like we, we like Freeman tonight. We like Willie Sneed tonight. Now, these Thursday night games, are. I guess last week was a bit of an exception, but normally they're not high-scoring... They're not really well played. Yeah, shouldn't exist. Uh, <laughs> some think that. So my only concern on this game is getting Devontae Freeman going again because I mentioned he's on all my Julio, team. So. Julio Jones is questionable. Or, he's questionable. You know, he was questionable. I think they upgraded him to probable, actually. But he's been banged up. He He's actually... Didn't really have too great of a game last well, week. Well, he stole a defi- uh, Freeman uh, touchdown yes, from me exactly. when Freeman bumbled exactly. in that zone and then Julio picked it up. Yeah, he saved a day on that one, but um, yeah. at least for the Falcons, not for you. Not for fantasy, but luckily Freeman had a good day anyway. But people were saying, now, a lot of running backs aren't doing well on Thursday night either, but I heard a lot of people saying last week Freeman, he would come back down to earth against the better defense he was going up against, good run defense of the, of the Bullets, and but it didn't happen, so hopefully it doesn't now either. We all like Atlanta. Let's go. There's eight games again Monday early. Uh, Sunday? I Sorry. T- yes. No un- no Monday <laughs> early games. I they wish. go for my suggestion of Monday morning that'd be, football. That would be great. That would be What are you rolling to work Monday on Monday? You're football. miserable because it's Monday morning at work. But if you know there's a game on. Yeah, you can just turn around. Fan. You can listen to it maybe well, while you're at the office. You're miserable, especially if you're like a Cowboys yeah, fan and your team lost again. I was feeling good this Monday morning. I, I assume you were too. Jeez, yeah, I usually feel good on Monday Oh, getting cocky. All right. <laughs> well, so, sorry. Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon, 1 o'clock Eastern. Let's start off. Cardinals going in to Pittsburgh. Start with you here, Enam. What do you think about this one? So, by DVOA, Arizona is the second best team in the league. Pittsburgh's the fifth this week, anyway. 
uh, but the difference between their percentages is 33. So the Cardinals have a huge lead as far as those stats on football. Can you explain go. those DVOA stats? I can't explain what DVOA is. I know to well, reference you're trust it. it. Okay. Yeah, they usually are pretty accurate as far as like how well teams do throughout the season. I like that website. Uh, so. That's what I reference. And you're going to use it to pick this game? And I'm going to use it to say that the Cardinals score more points than the Steelers and therefore win the football match. That's how how it works, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Even coming west to east here early for them, Carson Palmer going, he's got to be pretty familiar playing in Pittsburgh, I guess, since he was on the Bengals for so long. Yeah, I would imagine. And this, uh, this Steelers defense is not the ones that he played at the beginning of his no, career. No, it was a bit better back then. Now they have a good defense, Peterson and all of that. What do you, I saw you're taking Cardinals, um, Mark? I'm taking Arizona as well. Pittsburgh, Big Ben wants to play this week. Bruce Arians used to be the offense coordinator of the Steelers before they uh, prematurely, <laughs> you know, designed him to retire. He came back like a week later and was the offensive coordinator of the Colts. So Big Ben, you know, he wants to play against his old coach, uh, Bruce Arians, and he wants to take on the Cardinals. He took a couple reps in practice this, uh, okay. this week. Missed that. Yeah, so he might play. He's doubtful. He's listed as doubtful right now, but he did actually practice. So okay. you never know. If he plays, that makes a big difference. But the Cardinals against Michael Vick, I'm taking the Cardinals yeah. every time. I'm going to go three-peat on this with, yeah, with the Cardinals as well. Even if Roethlisberger somehow plays, I still think they lose probably because he'll be too banged up still, I think. Uh, he won't be able to move around a lot, which you would have to do against this defense. So, yeah, I'll go with that. All right, it's time for our first count. Uh, sorry, a count. I don't know where I'm going there. Our first point, counterpoint. Okay. Bengals at Bills. Now the only question is who do I assign to who? You know what? I'm going to stay... Give me the Bills, Chiefs, and Marv. Why will they win this game? Wow. I got the. I definitely got the tougher assignment here. I'm starting you off on the Well, top. it's in Buffalo. That's first and foremost. Home, I just feel Home field advantage. Home field advantage. The Bills, you know, they, they play better in front of the home crowd in upstate New York. Being the only actual New York team, uh, the only team to play in New York State, I think that, that helps. Being the only team to play in New York State is going to help I, them versus yeah. the Bengals. Yeah, I, I think that might be the only... Thing that allows me to pick the the Bills. The defense isn't bad. Secondary is good. If Rex Ryan knows how to rattle, if anybody knows how to rattle quarterback, it's going to be Rex Ryan. So those would be the two reasons why the Bills will win. They're at home and their defense isn't bad. But yeah, <laughs> struggling on the point. Now let's go counterpoint, Eric. So Tyrod Taylor may not play. I think he's doubtful at this point. As yeah, well, doubtful. Right? Not not out yet, but he's yeah. doubtful. If E.J. Manuel takes the field for the Bills, it's a wrap. Uh, let's see. The Bengals have a better offensive line than uh, actually most teams in the league. They're getting Dalton all sorts of time this year. Uh, so as far as the matchup in the trenches there, I'm going to say, if I'm making the case for the Bengals, that they'll be able to stop that uh, that front four, front seven from Rex Ryan's Bills. Also, Dalton yeah, hasn't been... stats on this one. I don't have... Uh, <laughs> I didn't list them for this one. I didn't. Uh, the website has it. Uh, sorry, Dalton. Dalton has not been the Dalton that uh, I like seeing. Three interceptions and pout-faced Dalton. That's right. 
preferred edition as well. Redhead's got to go. It's the Red Rifle, man. The Red <laughs> Rifle. Yeah, Red Rocket's been okay. AJ Green's healthy. Eifert looks. Eifert just looks like Gronkowski. And uh, Jones is back this year. They've got plenty of people to throw it to. I figured Eifert was going to happen when he actually gets when he actually not hurt like he yeah. was his whole career up to this point. Well, you know what? You've convinced me. E. Nah, I'm going Bengals here. I actually am also going Bengals. To be fair. You had a much easier case. Yeah. I'm right. going Bengals as well. Stop complaining over there, Chiefs. I'm going Mark. Bengals as well, just so you know. Okay. Because so uh, Carlos Woodley might not play either. And LaShawn McCoy's out. Yeah, yeah he, didn't play, he didn't play last week, right? Yeah. So. All right. So uh, we're no differences so far. Let's talk about This is going to be an interesting one to me. Broncos at the high offense of the <laughs> Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Let me, you know, turn the tables. And ask you to make a case for your Cleveland Browns. Okay. And I, at this point right now, I'm not decided in advance who I'm taking in this game yet. I do think it's going to be a very close game. The case for the Browns is... So, it could go... I, you could see it going one way where they have like a hangover after a huge road victory last week. That most people didn't pick them to win. They hardly ever win in Baltimore, and now they could get hungover. I think it could go the other way, though, where they're going back home now. Fans are going to be rejuvenated there. Uh, the crowd should be going crazy. If they don't, you know, do the layover effect, this could really push them in the other direction. Also, so the Broncos have the, the number one D, which is going to be a problem. However, I do think as long as the offensive line of the Browns can keep McCown relatively upright, which is obviously going to be a big challenge, but uh, the line has been playing very well. The main issues they've had are with like tight ends and running backs blocking. That's when free runners are getting through. So if they can tighten that up a little bit and McCown can limit the damage in sacks, I do think they can attack this defense with basically what they've been doing the past couple of games with short little slants, crossing routes with, throwing it to Duke Johnson, and then giving it to these little little receivers like Gabriel and Hawkins who can just get open because they're so quick and separate from the secondaries and especially if they have a linebacker on them, separate easily. So I think the offense could be there, again, if the line can play their best game of the season. And then the main thing is the Browns' D has really been struggling, uh, which in the past against Manning would be a, a huge problem, but he just can't throw the ball well at all anymore and he his offensive output last week Manning was good for what nine points or something like that so makes me sad I missed the old payment yeah so that's gonna be my case for the Browns but again I'm still not decided so that was a that was a heck of a case just you know give you some props that was that was very good okay you almost convinced me (laughs) so it sounds you're going Broncos and why is the main reason the number one ranked defense yeah definitely the defense and Peyton at the end of the day yeah he struggles but he knows how to get it done he finds a way one way or another at least to get in the end zone once maybe twice a game and that might be enough for that defense so the you know to be fair the Browns they went up against the Chargers and the Ravens the last two weeks that they've looked unstoppable on offense they're the Chargers and the Ravens for a reason. They're not that great this year. That's true. I'm going with the Broncos. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm also gonna have to side against you. There. The uh, the Broncos are the best defense in the league. I don't think I've not seen much of Cleveland play this year. But what's wrong with you, Ena? I like football. I like fun. You rather watch Whedon uh, try to sling it around? I'm not watching any more games if Whedon's playing. Well, he, I think he's. Done, I don't think right? there's going to be any. <laughs> yeah, I think he's right. Until Matt Castle tears his ACL yeah. in the first quarter, and then he's back in. Seems fine. I'll watch yeah. a quarter of. I don't want to get off off target, but I I heard a direct quote. He said he's pissed at the bench. Oh, Whedon said that. Yeah, yeah. Whedon's pissed. You know who else is pissed? Every Cowboys fan <laughs> in America. 
and London. Touche. Touche. Yeah, the Broncos are just a much better team. I think uh, Peyton Manning struggling isn't necessarily Alex Smith struggling or Teddy Bridgewater struggling. He's still there's still he a, a worse than either level to which he rises. All right. Well, I'm going Browns because main the main reason is I just want to get a difference here. We're four and no differences. I want to be on the island right here. But I don't know. I just have a feeling. Like like I said, the main thing here is despite whatever. Defense versus offense, whatever like the actual facts are, either the Browns could capitalize on their success last week, rejuvenate things, and like save their season with the win here, get respect, or they could just lay the egg, which is normally what they do. But feeling optimistic on this th- particular Thursday, so you're calling a trap I just game. Want to root for it. A right. trap game for the Broncos. Another good point. They're, they have a bye next week, and then they have the, your Packers, Marv. That's good. They're gonna be looking ahead to that potentially. And we also didn't mention no Demarcus Ware, which uh, is no ninety percent chance he won't play at least. So though there is the makings of definitely the trap for Denver, who I think I saw a stat has not lost to the Browns since like nineteen ninety one or something. So this would be know. huge. People, last week people said the Broncos trap game was against the Raiders. It I picked the pretty, I picked the Raiders. It was last closer week. I almost than expected, it. but you know yeah. Broncos pulled through. The so. defense won the game for him yeah. again. Uh, so all right, Count, point counterpoint, Bears Lions. Let's see. Uh, all right, E. Now nah, give me, give me. I'll give you the Lions on this one. The, the all defeated Lions. Why okay. would I win this? Lions are zero and five right now. They've not have, had a buy, are they? They have not. It's their own five. Yes. Matt Stafford got benched during the last game. That's going to light a fire under my boy, Captain Georgia. <laughs> he's going to come out. He's got the arm. He's got Calvin Johnson. Is that his defense? No, no, is horrible. Or yeah. Did you just make that up? I made that up right now. All right. <laughs> Okay, I like it. I, I need to. Yeah, that's all I got. I think Matt well, Stafford I cut you off on your last couple of things you said. What? I was I may have been on a roll, but I didn't have anything to say. I think Matt Stafford decides to play well, like he will twice a year, and he, he's going to look like a star. Okay. Uh, Counterpoint, why will the Bears win this one and keep the Lions all defeated? Mark? So the Bears, they've pulled two victories kind of out of nowhere the last two weeks, especially last week against the Chiefs. They were down, and then uh, Jamal Charles went down, sadly, and then Jay Cutler rose from the ashes to bring the Bears back to a uh, respectable you know, record on the season. Their defense actually is playing pretty well. It has for a while. They only really got demolished against the Cardinals. Because even when, well, when they played the Seahawks, it was just their offense was so bad, yeah. the defense could only do but you know so much. So the defense has actually been pretty good, surprisingly. I think the Lions have no running game whatsoever. Amir Abdullah, who's supposed to be you know everybody's fantasy sleeper, air quotes. He's, He's asleep. Yeah, literally. So I just think you know the Bears, they're rolling right now. And that's without Alshon Jeffrey and, and Eddie Royal. Imagine if Alshon Jeffrey plays this week or Eddie Royal. Plays Which do I know if they're supposed to? Or we don't I haven't heard anything yet, but I'm not getting it, confirmation it, from it my sources. Only, yeah, it can only make it look uh, a lot better. That was a convincing argument, CHM. But I'm going lines here because I do actually like what you said. I was thinking this myself about uh, what was Mr. Georgia. What is it, Captain Georgia? Captain Georgia. I do think he's embarrassed about the benching. I think he'll, if he has one good game this season, it will be this one against the rival Bears. Lions don't want another 0-16. They got to get a, this is like one of the games they got to get to just get any semblance of a win. I think if they drop this one, just show Caldwell the door. There's no reason to keep him around. 
Yeah, I agree. Oh, with six start. Did you convince yourself though with your point there, your counterpoint, Marvin? Yeah, you absolutely. Did. I'm going with the Bears. All right, you're uh, on. An, you're yeah. on an island. Or no, wait. Did you want? I didn't. I guess you can still take the Bears. I actually want. didn't convince myself. You didn't convince yourself. Battle of so, the Howdy Frat Boy quarterbacks. I'm going to take Jay Cutler, and I am definitely not going to put my hopes on a team right. that is coached by Jim Colt. So I'm on the island again. Jeez, how you many, make up uh, his name and then you just abandon him. How many pounds combined is the weight between Cutler and Stafford's heads? Would you heads say? alone? Yeah. At least 150, right? More or less, give or take. That's a good Take it all that Keystone lightweight. Yeah. They both keep it in the jowls there. Okay, let's talk about bullets at New York Jets. I'll go first here. I uh, Jets coming off the bye. Bullets have looked somewhat sharp. Uh, they blew it last week against the Falcons, but they still played a decent game. Their D looks pretty good overall, but so does the D of the Jets at home. I, I think they'll. I think the Bullets lose another close one to these Jets. Enam. So the numbers on that one website I know to check actually say that the Jets are a worse team, but I just. I can't see the Washington Bullets winning against a team with a defense like the Jets have. I am also going to go with the New York Football Jets. Despite your love of the stats on this site, you're going against it. Yeah, yeah. Jets for you, Mar? Yeah. Are you riding the Bullets? No, I'm going going with the Jets. The Washington professional football team, better known as the Bullets, they have a good front seven, but their secondary is not that great. I think Brandon Marshall has a big game. Jets defense is legit. It's right up there in the top, maybe top three in the, in the whole league. So I think that that defense will find a way to rattle Kirk Cousins and the, the trifecta of running backs, whoever's starting this week for the Washington team. Who knows who it is, you know, who's it's going to be. So I got the Jets this week, yeah. Okay, hot tip for you, Bullets, if you want to try to attack this Jets defense. Start throwing a lot at Buster's screen and watch the defensive holdings come in, come rolling in. That's my tip uh, no as a Browns fan there. I saw him do it last, their last game against uh, the Dolphins or whatever the last game was, but that's something he always did on the Browns too. Okay, so let's talk the very depleted Chiefs at uh, the, the on a bye last week. Vikings. Poor Chiefs. I feel sad for them. No. They're one of my big picks preseason. I thought they'd have a, I picked them to win the AFC West. I did too. It's and not on record. It's not. Uh, well, let's just say it was. It's on record now that you it, said it. It's on record, yeah. I, I mean, but you know, now that it's in Toplitz, it's on record. Yeah. Is uh, Shakandrick, whatever this guy's name is, West going to turn around and take the Charles position? That's what these fantasy experts would have you believe. But uh, practically speaking, to win this game, any chance either of you have any? Have, this is not a count. Hey, I can't even say my own damn sentence, right? <laughs> God. This is not a point counterpoint. But, however, do you, any of you want to tackle the Chiefs anyway, just for fun? Um, no. <laughs> I well, think about it. It's still the Vikings. They're not world beaters. It's not like they're playing the, the Broncos or the Patriots or the Packers. You know, it's, it's a team that is still relatively young. I don't see 
any reason why Niall, Niall Davis has put up big stats before when, you know, when Jamal Charles Apparently everyone Andrew. thinks this West guy. I think Andy Reid uh, said something about West is going to be the more of the main So guy. they said that he's going to be the starter because he's more like Jamal Charles. He's a speedy. Yeah, yeah shifty. You know, yeah. yeah, right. But at the same time, you can have a two-headed monster like most teams in the NFL do anyway. The, the problem with the Chiefs, if you ask me, isn't necessarily their offense. It's their defense. No. They've been getting torched all year. But if there's one team that might help with that, it's the Vikings. The Vikings haven't thrown to their wide receivers. Well, they have no year. receivers. Well, Mike Wallace and Charles Johnson shouldn't be that bad. Neither no. should Kyle Charles Johnson. Johnson's really disappointing. Johnson hasn't done anything. I don't yeah. know if he's caught a pass all year. I think he's caught he's a pass, hurt. but not a touchdown. He no, definitely hasn't caught a touchdown. No. no. So, but can the, the Chiefs really stop AP? Not Probably not really. I, I would say not. Probably not, but uh, the strength of the Chiefs' defense is that line with Tom Bali, Justin true. Houston. If you stack the box and make them beat you through the air, which they haven't yeah. done to anyone, I think, I think touchdown Teddy might return this weekend, and they will be able to beat him through the air and get some... Uh, I'm not calling a big game for Johnson or anything like that, but someone random on the Vikings, I bet. Like, who's, like, a tight end on the Vikings? Rudolph. Yeah, Rudolph. Rudolph. Do they have another, like, random guy, though, or something? Like, I just see that happening. Jerry is right. Yeah, big Arkansas. Jerry is right game. Oh, you're boy. Right. I'm working so. All right, yeah, that's... So that's I think I'm on the island on this one. Huh? Oh, you do want the Chiefs? Yeah, I'm taking oh, the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you can have the Chiefs. Yeah, uh, I'm take. going Vikings. I'm going to go ahead and predict that Niall Davis, in a relief role for Chuck Andrew Quest, fumbles the ball at least one time. Jeez, that's rough. All right, Texans at Jaguars. Your Jacksonville Jaguars, guys. Yes. Well, the Jacksonville they, Jaguars. You guys picked the Blake last Bortles week. actually is playing well. Like, he looks like a top 15 quarterback. Like, he's good. You know but what? Their defense is abominable. Fantasy kind of skews it, right? So, yes, he, he, he puts the stats but up, I, but they were down I, two touchdowns, and, you know, you're throwing the ball. Well, yeah, I went back and touchdowns. watched the game of this on my game pass. I watched the tape on this one. Just, I don't know. I was curious. Just, like, the condensed film, but... Bortles have made a couple mistakes, but overall, I thought he actually looks really good. Like, one play I'll point out is he he has that scrambling. Like, he could see the open lane. It was like third and 12, something really long, but they no one's open, but then there's the lane opens up in the middle. A lot of quarterbacks try to throw it still, or they recognize too late that the lane's there, and they get tackled short of the first down. He went and ran for like a 20 yards on this. He also had some nice zip on his throws I was noticing, especially to... Turns up the middle. I also said last week that the Texans blow up for me yet again. I'm not picking them again all year. And I'm not picking them. If that lasts the whole year, I mean, I don't see what's going to stop. I don't see why I'll pick them again. They're just, like, ridiculous. Hoyer comes in, he tries to do his show of looking competent for a bit. He's fooling people, and then he hoyers up at the end and throws that terrible pick. And I think he's starting this week, but whoever it is, I'm going Jaguars and Bortles here, and hopefully Gus Bradley can get his defense doing something. Yeah. I'm not picking the Texans again the rest of the year either. I don't. I'm also loving J.J. Watt's probably the best football player in the league. I'm loving the J.J. Watt blowback because he's on a bad team. Yeah. It's happening on ESPN and other sports sites. Just like leave the man alone. It's not his fault. Yeah, although he does look like just depressed. Like in, in, in that um, Colts game, he didn't even look like on some plays like he was giving full effort to me by the second half. Yeah, he just needs to chop some um, more firewood, get through it. Yeah. 
Poor guy. I, I, I throw some tires around. Right. I'm going out, out on the island. Going back on the I'm island. You hate the Jaguars so much. I, I'm not a Jags believer at all. Well, most people aren't, but for good yeah, reason. They're, they're pretty. The they have a couple guys who are pretty good on, on, like you know, on the fantasy team. Like Allen Robinson is good. He's a stud. Blake Bortles has looked good for fantasy purposes lately. Their defense couldn't stop Doug Martin last week. I don't think. I think Aaron Foster is finally going to show up. Cecil Shorts. Your boy, uh, your Cecil boy. Might he didn't play, play in the game he, I just watched tape. No, he, he might play this week. And Brian Horner looked competent against the Colts. He looked uh, competent while that defender what, was calling a fair Colts who are also not a good defense in the least. So Right. Well, Did you see that that was at the end of the half, I guess it was the first half, the Hail Mary type of yes. touchdown. <laughs> the Colts were blocking each other in yes. that zone. Yes. This, yes. Is not, this is not a team you that can point to terrible. and say, oh, Lord, it looks good. I have flashbacks of uh, the game against the Giants in the playoffs. Yeah. happened to us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Before half. Yeah, it was pretty uh, Okay. Well, all right. So you're on a couple of islands in a row here. Uh-oh, it's time for, if I can fucking make my tongue say this right. <laughs> Get there. It's time for another point counterpoint. Dolphins at Titans, the final one o'clock game. I'm proud of him. I am too. He pulled through. Thanks, guys. Now, just let's see. Uh, Marv, give me the case for the terrible looking so far this year. Disappointing Dolphins. Oh, this is easy. They just got rid of their coach. They're just off a bye week. Two weeks to prep for a Tennessee team that hasn't looked too bad, but, you know, still has a rookie quarterback at the helm and really doesn't have too many offensive weapons, doesn't have a running back, a running game. I think Dominican Sue and that defensive line looks legit. They show up this week. They play tough. They're Will just, Sue follow rules from the playbook, or is he going to continue? He to might kill someone. Offense. He literally might hurt and kill someone this game, but that's fine. Say that's he what, might die. That's what, that's what the Dolphins need, and that's what they're talking, actually. Their new coach, I, I, his name ex- escapes me at the moment. Why do you think that? So since they just fired Philbin and fired the coach, why do you think that's an advantage? Well, they're talking like we got to bring back, we got to start running the ball more, we got to be tougher, we got to have this new energy and vibe, and I think they're going to come out and they're going to be upset, they're going to be angry. If you look at the Dolphins' history the last couple of years, they actually play better on the road than at home. I just think they're going to pull it out. I don't think the Titans, like I said, one of those teams that you should be afraid of. I think the Dolphins come through and they, they take care of business. All right, you now tell them I was wrong. You were wrong because fly Hawaiian air. Marcus <laughs> Mariota is the truth. Do you guys remember that first uh, Kaepernick season where he would, just, he would just run back seven steps, mm-hmm. load up like a snake, and launch like a cruise missile? Mariota is so fun to watch. He's actually pretty good, which helps. Also, the Titans' pass rush is pretty good. I think that Tannehill has trouble when you get around his feet. It's a thing people say, right? I just like the Titans here. I think... Uh, I think the Titans score points and the Dolphins don't, which helps fly Hawaiian air. I think Lamar Miller scores this week as well for the fantasy okay, that's people out there. Your Marvster Damas on this one. Well, honestly, for a Dolphins Titans game, this is like one of the hardest ones of the week for me to pick. I do like the theory, the new coach theory, like interim coaches that a lot of times they win in the first game back especially off the bye, like you said. But, yeah, the Titans do have something. I feel like they've been hanging around in all the games this year, or most of them. Mm-hmm. They could easily get their second win here. Are you both sticking with what you got assigned, or is that, are you switching to the other? No, I'm sticking with Miami. Yeah, I convinced myself I'm fired up. You fired yourself up. <laughs> He's about flying the Hawaiian <laughs> All right, Eric, let's put you on your first island. I'm going Dolphins. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, y'all. What are you sorry about? 
No. Are you talking to the list? Joe just threw that point at me. Oh, okay. You're sorry. You're not really. You're fake sorry because you All think right. Mariota's going to win. For sorry you. that you enjoy losing. All right. <laughs> you're sorry. You're not sorry. We're going. There's three, four o'clock Eastern games. This first one could be potentially a tough one to pick. Panthers, Seahawks. I'll start off here. So. Panthers undefeated. This could be their, I mean, this should be their toughest game of the year. But the Seahawks, they're coming up back home, coming off a huge loss to the Bengals. The Bengals, can't really call them the Bengals right now, unfortunately. Well, they blew a 17-point lead last week. They the did do that. And the fourth. I mean, they, that could send them reeling. Uh, Panthers didn't play last week. They had a bye, so they're more time to get up for this one. question is, will... Seattle really rally here. I feel like most experts or most people are going to take the Seahawks, but I have a feeling in this one I'm going to take the Road Panthers here. I'm going to say the Seahawks continue to have offensive line struggles. Luke Keekley's coming back. I'm going to say he puts Russell down on his backside uh, one time at least, or someone else on the Panthers uh, linebacking core does. And I think the Seahawks are just in a bit of trouble this season with how things are going. They needed to get that win last week in Cincy. Maybe Cincy needed it more just for whatever to get the monkey off their back sort of thing. But I still think it was bad for the Seahawks, and I think that'll show up again this week. I'm going Panthers. God, I hope you're right. I love Cam Newton so much. I love you, Cameron. You love him enough that you're comfortable calling him Cameron. I am comfortable calling him Cameron. You guys have that kind he of gets relationship, it. huh? Uh, so last week, I... I was talking about the Bengals uh, hosting the Seahawks, and I said that they had not actually played against a good defense yet, and uh, they ended up winning that game, which is dope. By the way, I was on Bengals Island last week. You were on Bengals Island? Reluctantly so. All right, all right. And I, that was when I got over on you boys. You knew something that I didn't. This week, I think the Panthers have that same issue. None of the teams, they are undefeated, which is great. I don't think any of the teams that they've played have a defense like Seattle's. No. I think the Cameron's they offensive don't. line is way worse than the Bengals' offensive line. Uh, and I'm going to give this one to the Seahawks. Okay. Yeah, I'm going Seattle as well. Uh, they're back at home where they, obviously, they play a lot better. A lot tougher. Stadium. With that said, the last two years when the Panthers and the Seahawks, whenever they face up, it's always like a 10-6, to 9-7 type I of game. I think we're going to be in for another one of those. I think yeah. it's going to be something low scoring. It's going to be hard hitting. But Marshawn's coming back this week. That's what they're saying. And they're at home. Give me the seal. You don't right. think Ted Ginn Jr. is going to be able to burn uh, Richard Sherman? I don't see oh, that okay. happening. I mean, Ted Ginn, he, he's like their leading receiver right now. Well, you know, besides Olsen. Uh, Olsen, uh, the Seahawks have a lot of struggles with the tight end. That's their weakest part of their defense, which is generally good. And uh, Panthers have one of the best tight ends in the game, so that's another advantage to them, I think. Let's go over to your boys. Packers back at home for the second week in a row. Hosting the Chargers, who, uh, you know, they just can't get it together. Blew it at the end to the Steelers. Well, I guess they got they technically got it together against the Browns two weeks ago, but blew it to the Steelers last week. At least now that they're on the road this week, they might have more Chargers fans somehow in the crowd. I don't know. Yeah, They don't was, get any advantage at home, so I just Yeah, that was insane. This could be better. The Steelers yeah, fans shit. came out and yeah. took over that. Even in the Browns game two weeks ago, it was at least 50% Browns fan. Like, they can't get any... And if any, if they're playing any team at home that's a well-traveling team, like a big fan base team, they have no advantage whatsoever, so... But they're uh, hearing the crowd, uh, the Lambeau crowd this time, all the cheeseheads. Any case for the Bolts, for me, they're being... No, nah, not at all. I think Clay Matthews is just going to feast... On the line. Yeah, I think uh, defense is going to have another good game. 
What happened with the Rams last week? They struggled a bit. Yeah, Aaron's streak ended because yeah. everyone started talking about it. And he got it. T- <laughs> twice picked, right? Yeah, two times. The first one wasn't really his fault. It kind of popped into yeah, the Yeah, it, it was one of those. The second one was definitely a bad throw, and he also fumbled. Uh, the Rams just have a legit you know, defensive line, as we mentioned, that yeah. might cause them trouble, and it did. Uh, the, the, we had really no running game. Uh, Eddie Lacy has looked rather stagnant first five mm-hmm. games of the season. And we don't have a deep threat. I think last week was really like one of the first few games where you could tell they missed Jordy Nelson. Yeah. They missed that option outside. And with that said, James Jones still came through with the 60-yard touchdown. But that was more of a catch and run. So they need to expand the field a bit. And Eddie Lacy needs to get going. I don't think you can do that. I think it's pretty pretty much standard. No. The pack, they're going to do it. Well, the, the Chargers also expand the field. Oh, okay. I get what you mean. So. Okay, literal over here. Literal. The Chargers also struggle with the tight end, so they need to pack could use a big game. Well, who are their tight ends? Richard Rogers, Rogers and yeah. what's the other one? Uh, Quartus is uh, actually on IR. So no, there's so. someone else that I saw catching passes in one of these games. Oh, well, I guess they don't have any real nice tight end threats, but it's the Chargers and they've been struggling, so they should get it done at home. We all go pack. I think Eddie Lacy comes through this week. I think okay. he'll score as well. Okay, yeah, I think run defense is well, I mean, they played Levy and Bell last week, so it's tough to stop him. But so far this season, the Chargers have been better against the run than the pass, I think. But, yeah, either way, it shouldn't matter. All right, let's go for our final in the line of point-counterpoint. Ravens, Niners, um, make your case for the Ravens, Marv. Ravens. So, the Niners' defense really isn't that great. Nope. They are at home, but... I feel Joe Flacco, he's beat this team once before when it counted in the Super Bowl. Granted, it's a totally different team, but Joe Flacco... Yeah, they're in the Super Bowl against each other three years ago at yeah, this point. And now they're both one-win teams. Yeah, one of four teams, <laughs> both of them. But I feel the Ravens, every game the Ravens have lost has been close. They right. haven't gotten blown out by anyone. They've been, blown a ton of leads. They, it's, so it's been close games. I think this is one of those offenses where you can hold on to a lead. Uh, the Niners' offense isn't inspiring. Granted, they had a good game last week against the Giants. But I feel the Ravens, just because, you know, they've been so close, they easily could be 4-1 instead of 1-4. People probably not seeing it that way because their defense hasn't looked that great, but every game has been within, I believe, a touchdown or, you know, single digits. So I think the Ravens will find a way to pull it through. All right. So Colin Kaepernick has looked pretty bad through, what, five games? But mostly he looks pretty bad when there's any kind of pass rush. So against the Giants, he got a little more comfortable. The yeah, Giants do not have a pass rush. What? He looked bad four games, I guess I would say, because he looked okay last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were right. You were right, and the point that I was trying to make was right, but what I said was wrong. Got it. <laughs> um, Continue on the counterpoint. So I think he's able to get something out of Torrey Smith. Torrey Smith in a vengeance game also. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he should do something. I'm going to ride that. Yeah, Ravens have no pass rush. Kaepernick's going to be fine. I guess that's what I'm hanging that on. I don't trust the Niners' defense either. Honestly, the Niners should throw Torrey Smith out there at corner in this game. He could bring down those long he's that Flago puts out. Like, I'll take him over uh, Kamar Aiken or whoever he's trying to... Chris Gibbons, who's trying to throw it down the field to. I'm sure the Ravens wish they Come on, Tom Sula. Get, <laughs> get in and tell him, come, just cross over. Yeah, just come back. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, look, I saw the Ravens play last week up close and personal, and I watched most of that Niners game as well. Well, they did both blow it. I was somewhat... I mean, uh, somewhat impressed, I guess, with the Ravens getting 
a good amount of offense out of not a lot of talent at all, but was against the Browns D. So I think I'm going to go Niners at home here. Are either of you going against your assigned teams? Yeah, I am. I'm going to go ahead and take the Ravens. Take the Ravens. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the Niners. <laughs> okay, so you're switching so, them around. The All reason, right. The reason why, uh, the Ravens just, like, you kind of uh, helped me with that. Their line is not good. They lost Suggs. It's not good. I think Carlos Hyde has another good game. And if they just let Cap run, if he runs, he, this is one of those lines well, he could run against. He should. I mean, they uh, Ravens, yeah, with no T-Sizzle and all those guys, they lost in the offseason. Their pass rush is one of the bottom five in the so, yeah. I got the Niners. All right, so, so you're on the island, Eric. Seems fine. Pat at Colts. I guess revenge game, revenge. Hard to say revenge game when you just beat the team last time by like 40 or whatever, but revenge for all the deflate gate nonsense or whatever it was, uh, bringing that in. Say nonsense. Uh, not nonsense isn't the right word, but the whole... Uh, fiasco. Yeah, yeah, fiasco is what I was probably looking for. What do we got here? I'm going Pats because I think... They're a better team overall. I think that should be obvious. They don't have the best defense in the world, but it's better than the Colts. Luck, I think, is going to play, but who knows? It might be better. The last two weeks. It might be better off with Hasselbeck anyway. I don't know. The old man. A sickle sickle man. Hasselbeck has looked awesome for a sick old man lately. He's doing well, managing the game, holding on to the ball. He, you know, delivered the corpse of Andre Johnson and had him rise, you know, from the dead. For one game yeah. and all all the the old guys on the team yeah like Frank Gore it looked like 2004 and it is like 46 or yeah. something God. it was 04 all over again mm-hmm. um I got the Pats too though yeah so real good analysis coming up the Colts are a really bad team the Pats are one of the best teams in the league I've got the Pats and that's the analysis you get the big bucks for. Yep. Yeah. I think eventually the, the Patriots, when they play a legit quarterback, it'll come back to, you know, haunt them. But Andrew Luck might just be hurt. He might be too hurt to make that weak secondary pay. I got the Pats. Do, do you, either of you guys know who the Pats have coming up in the next few weeks? When are they going to play a good quarterback? You know what's funny is I don't think they do. I think every year, every year they just get so lucky. I think Tom Brady sold the soul to the devil. They get so lucky. They they finish in first place every season, and yet they always get these uh, cupcake well, listen, schedules. If you, got, if you go back and listen to one of our recent preseason episodes, Mister's Mini, is that maybe the devil is one theory, but we had a, a guest on that had a, a different conspiracy in here. He was saying the whole. There's the Patronati. It's like an Illuminati type uh, organization. That right, I can right. see that. Would he be comfortable with you calling it a conspiracy? I don't. You know what? I don't think he would. He didn't seem. To, I wasn't there for that episode. Right. Uh, Padnam did the interview on this guy, but listening back, it did seem like he preferred a different term. A truth detector, I think he said. It was. <laughs> right, right, right. But so, yeah, it seemed like a whole thing. Listen, that guy, whoever he is, he's brilliant because I believe in that. The Patriots just get every break all the time. Jealous. This. <laughs> you're a Pats fan. You're you're so much more a Pats fan than a Cowboys fan. I'm a Tom Brady fan. You're a Patriots lover and a Belichick lover. I hope the Patronati hasn't conspired is, to get on this is, podcast. You're yeah, definitely a sleeper agent. Yes, affiliated. Yes, he is. Look at the smile on his face. And we're gonna He's beat so them happy. in February. Tony Romo said it. Oh, and we're fan. gonna beat them. I thought he was talking about the well, Patriots. Yeah. I thought you were. Well, he almost oh, slept out. Yeah. All right, we're watching you eat now. Right. Let, let me go through this Patriots schedule for you. Oh, this and let's start from the beginning. So Ben Roethlisberger with that left bell at mm. the beginning of the year at home, it, it was just, of course they were going to win. Post-Super Bowl. Right. Against a rookie, our second-year quarterback, Tyrod Taylor. Sure. Against Blake Bortles, who you guys love, but I'm not the biggest fan of. <laughs> <laughs> 
against the Cowboys, who are depleted, and Brandon Whedon. This week, it might be against Hasselbeck or a hurt Andrew Luck. Who has never beaten the Patriots. Next week, Fitzpatrick and the Jets. Oh, the man. week after that... We didn't talk about it. We still think the Jets win this week against the Bullets, but Fitzpatrick is due for just a, a botched game where he, he throws four he, picks. I think he attempted to That's a couple weeks ago yeah. against the Dolphins, and it's just... They just <laughs> he can't, that was yeah, the wrong team to try to do it they don't want it. Uh, he plays the Dolphins after that, Ryan Tannehill. Eh. The Skins with Kirk Cousins... Really, eh. The Giants. At the Giants, Eli, maybe that's the one. That's on November 15th. Well, past certainly that, Eli's gotten the better of him. Past that date, okay. it's the Bills again. They got the Broncos in Denver. That's going to be a good one, but Peyton... He's, we, yeah, right. we can't call him a great quarterback right, anymore. He right. doesn't have the physical exactly. tools. Then the Eagles, Sam Bradford. No, eh. Man, they got the it. The Texans. <laughs> who is... Who, eh, eh. The, Our boy the, Bortles is looking like the cream of the crop. The Titans. They played the Hawaii... The Air Hawaii. Hawaii. Okay, Air I'm sorry. Right. They play them December Which week are we up to them? December 20th This is week 6 uh, Week 14 Okay Or week 15 I'm sorry And then the Jet They finish the season With the Jets and the Dolphins Jets again. and Dolphins It's um, just God he's not going to play A good quarterback Their toughest year. was oh, the Was the early The bye week They got shafted With an early bye I guess the Patriotti Couldn't get that it's, out of the way. It's, it's insane Like oh, I, I just don't understand it They would Super Bowl Finish with a first place schedule And they have one of the Easiest schedules to league. Also there are no good quarterbacks in the league. Other like other podcasts have been talking about this. Like that's there aren't why, good quarterbacks. That's why it's not crazy to say right. Josh McCown has been a top ten quarterback right. so far this year, even though it seems guess, fucking right. ridiculous. Well, I mean, who's like if you really think about it, he has had three basically three games only because he only had one series right. in the first game. But he looked good in that series till his uh, concussion. And he's put up better numbers than most people. Yeah, it's been. It's pretty probably going to come back to earth. It's been pretty bad. It's I mean, crazy. There's not a lot of good QBs at all. But it's it's also the breaks with the injuries and everything. We thought the AFC East would be better this year, right? And the the Bills are depleted. The Dolphins are the Dolphins, and the Jets have Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, yeah. And Tyra Taylor, you would say, has looked like one of the better quarterbacks this yeah. year. Yeah. Now he's hurt, so he's hurt. He, he can't might. count him in the top ten. I mean. No Roethlisberger, I'm not counting because he's not playing. Yeah. The Pats might go 16-0 and this year. Oh, jeez. Well, maybe. Would it surprise you? Well, not you. You're a Patriots player. <laughs> I mean, would it surprise you, Padre? Mildly, but now that I just heard that schedule, maybe not. I mean, I think what I said about the bye is going to be our best uh, hope for the Pats losing because they had it early. They they won't have a bye week later in the season to regroup if they get injuries, something, something like that. Maybe Brady wants a little break here and there. He's not going to get one. So, I mean, Belichick, of course, didn't take my advice I gave him last week of putting Garoppolo in versus Whedon. Come on. He slowly did it. Yeah, probably so, worked out exactly the same. That could have been another week of rest for Brady. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll need the playoffs to uh, try to knock them out of there if they do go uh, 16-0 and again. All right, Monday night, we got Giants. We got Eagles. Ugh. This is probably the battle for the NFC East at this point. I mean... Yeah, unless you really think your boys can crawl back into it. I mean, we're starting Lyle Collins officially this week. It's happening. Or next week, excuse me. We don't play this week. Right. When we get get Tony back. We got, yeah, we got a break. Good for you. We have to see Brandon Whedon's stupid face. Both of these teams are horrible. The Giants. The Giants are better, but... I don't think both these teams are horrible. Yeah, you don't think the, both these teams are horrible? No. no, I don't think the Giants are... I think I said it last week. I like The Giants shot themselves in the, in both feet the first two weeks of the season because they could easily be 5-0 and right now, I think. I don't think they're bad. Fair enough. Every season for the last couple seasons, the Giants seem like they should be good and aren't. 
and every season the Eagles appear to be good and keep losing. Yeah, well, yeah, I still don't like Bradford, but... He's, he's bad. Badford. <laughs> and uh, DeMarco looks like nothing nothing there hey, right now. Hey, he scored last week. He had a decent game last week, okay. to be fair. I think Matthews just looked like the better back, but um, which I was surprised he has. to say, because historically in his career, I haven't liked him too much, but I think got to get Sproles more involved. Yeah, this is a tough one. What do you think, uh, Marv? I got the Eagles. Uh, it's in Philly. I Maybe the Giants until, I don't know, maybe they're just going to keep biting me, you know, till I learn my lesson because last week I picked against them as well. But I don't know. Odell is, is kind of banged up. His hamstring. He might not be out there. Prince of Mukamara, their uh, starting corner, he's going to be out a couple weeks. I can see the Eagles pulling this out. It's in Philly. They need the game more, I feel. I mean, rivalry games are going to show up anyway, but I just think the Eagles are going to pull it through. You know? Their running game has been looking better lately. Nah, the Giants are going to win this game. Mm. They have the only good player on the field. Who's that? Odell Beckham Jr. Who you don't be believe in Eli? Give me hamstring. I, to, to, I do not believe in Eli the It's because he's a Patriots fan. You think Larry Dinell can put a, together another amazing catch in that zone? Oh, that would be cool. I mean, it wouldn't be cool. The Patriots do you think that it would work for me? You hate Eli because he's a because you're a pa- Patriots fan. I'm a Cowboys fan, dude. I don't know. Every year they beat us in and out of the stadium. I'm not buying it. All right. Well, the question is who who goes on the island here? Yeah. Let's. Even though I said like I think the Giants are the better team, but I think there this is going to be another one. Last week they were on the other side of things from the first two weeks where they pulled it out at the end. They snatched victory from the jaws of defeat. I think it goes the other way on them this week. Like you said, Marv, the Eagles do need it a little more. They're on a bit of a roll now. Uh, I'll take the Eagles at home, and I'll probably lose that one, but oh well. So let's go on the recap here, and I'll make sure we don't need any tiebreakers or anything. Looks like pretty spread out this week. I'm on three islands. Enam, you're on three as well. Marvin, you're on two. So, Marvin, you liked the Chiefs over the Vikings and the Texans over our, our Jags. Eric, you liked the Giants over Eagles and the Ravens over Niners and the Titans over the Dolphins. Yeah, I do. Whereas I liked the Seahawks over, I'm mean, no, sorry, the Panthers over the Seahawks, the Bears over, no, the Lions over the Bears, and, uh, and my Browns over the Broncos, the kiss of death. The kiss of death, but, you know, um, it probably won't happen, but look. I just think a young whippersnapper like Josh McCown can show him and pay him a thing or two about putting some mustard on the ball. So let's see, man. Let's All see. Right. Let's for hope. your sake, I hope so. Yes, and for your sake, let's hope the cheese heads go on to six and zero. Oh, and uh, and you already won, you know, because I don't have to watch the Cowboys because you don't have to watch the Cowboys, and we know your pets are gonna get the win. So yeah, my pets, yeah. Your pets, man. All right. Any enough. any closing thoughts from either of you? We're right, right off into the sunset for um, this game tonight. I love you, Cam Newton. And what? Well, Cameron, I thought. I thought you guys were closer. Cameron. You're not going to tell Tom you love him, too? Tom knows. Oh, Tom knows. Okay. All right, guys. All right. That's your closing yeah. statement. All right, guys. <laughs> I'm, done. I'm done. I'm done for the week. I'm going to go deliver some more messages. All right. Yeah. Go back to your delivery job. Please subscribe to this pod if you would. Currently at Brooklyn Rebound. If you want to hit us up with any questions that will rain review the show if you can or uh hit us up at pod boys productions p-o-d-b-o-y-z productions and gmail.com everyone enjoy week six of nfl action we'll be back here next week for week seven picks and to see who was victorious and peace